Welcome to Lift Yourself Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I created this podcast to help you feel inspired and uplifted so you can unleash your potential self to the world. In this podcast, I talk about divine feminine energy, female empowerment, personal development, and much more. You can expect a mixture of guest interviews and solo episodes from me alongside some of my guided meditations. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast if you are brand new. My name is Laura and I'm your host. I'm so grateful and also excited that you are joining me this week. Today I have a solo episode for you. I'm going to be sharing three signs that you are not embodied in your divine feminine energy. But before we get into the main topic of the episode, I thought I would do a little bit of an update and share with you a few things that have been coming up for me over the past few weeks and what's been going on. Now, if you do follow me on Instagram and you watch my stories, then you might have already picked up on this in general. If you don't follow me, then feel free to come over and join me on Instagram. There'll be a link to my page in the show notes of this episode. I have been stripping it back to basics when it comes to doing the inner work. It's very easy to let the busyness of life to consume you and the future vision and the goals put you in this get up and go energy where it's like striving and pushing and forcing that we can often neglect or stop the tools that really align our energy it aligns the energy within us internally to the things that we want to attract and embody a lot faster and I knew that a few things were coming up for me around limiting beliefs or fears and blocks which is perfectly normal and natural by the way it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this work there's always going to be something that crops up at some point, especially as you're levelling up. And it's not to be afraid of those thoughts or those limiting beliefs or let those beliefs define you. It's just finding your own way to be able to bring it back to perspective and then check in with the belief or the emotion and begin to see how you can reframe and transmute that energy so it doesn't hold you back. So for me, a big thing has been about prioritising my own energy, filling up my own cup and slowing it down when it comes to the work. So whilst I've still been getting up in the morning and getting into the gym and doing my workouts because movement is a big, big thing for me. It's not for everyone, like not every single person prioritizes movement and finds it really beneficial to their mental health what I do and I think I've always have so that's why I naturally enjoy going into the gym but the other tools that are so powerful for me are things that I don't think I could live without because it enables me to not only connect to my divine feminine energy but it also enables me to connect to my higher self and trust myself more so things such as meditation 
EFT tapping, which is called emotional freedom technique. I actually was trained in EFT tapping as part of my advanced hypnosis course. So I'm an EFT practitioner too. But this is great when it comes to reprogramming the subconscious mind and altering the self-image when you're wanting to release and let go of beliefs that no longer serve you or the version of you that isn't in alignment with your future and you want to step into your potential and begin to live like that person now, you know, embodying her beliefs and how she'd show up and each day be that embodiment now. EFT is so effective for that because you are tapping on the meridian responses in the body which is connected to the nervous system and also the subconscious mind and when you're using obviously the power of the word through affirmation you're then reprogramming your own beliefs which is going to create a shift internally for you and then also I've been doing breath work this isn't every day by the way every single one of them I just want to be clear about that because some of you are probably thinking, how does she find the time to do this every single day? I just focus on a few things each day and I allow that to be an intuitive thing. So for example, the meditation I do every day, but I think that that's a lot more of a habitual thing now. It's not hard work for me to meditate but I get that for some people it is but for me it's not and journaling is also a great practice to be able to connect back with yourself but journaling is something that I've probably struggled the most with implementing daily simply because of doing all of the things so how I've been using my journal practice is either creating space of a weekend to have like a big journal session or just focus more on the five minute journal that I've got and using that which incorporates things such as like what you're grateful for the affirmations that you want to connect with on that day and then also thinking about your goals your bigger vision you know the future and connecting with that emotion now so they're different things that really enable you to bring it back to what you're doing and what your mission is and why you're showing up why you're prioritizing yourself why you're taking care of yourself and I think if we reframe that belief of I'm giving myself time to work through whatever it is that I want to work through and I can still make moves, I can still put myself out there and show up or do whatever it is that feels in alignment or the next best step for me to grow and step out my comfort zone. That's going to help you continue to grow as a person. And one of the limiting beliefs that have been coming up for me as part of things that are going on in my life is obviously because I've been doing the podcast for a while now the podcast is growing which is great it's what I want and I do want to have you know more guests on the show but there's a belief there that was coming up around feeling afraid of not being liked by people or not being popular 
or people disagreeing with me and then that people please a part of me feeling rejected or feeling like I have not I have upset someone but a big part of my value is speaking my truth and it's sharing my voice and standing up for my beliefs and when I create my content I want that to be real I want it to be authentic I don't want to feel like I have to water down myself in order to fit into other people's expectations of me especially because I have these parts of me that are extremely connected to spiritual practices and self-development I'm such a self-development junkie I love learning and growing and seeing it change how I feel about myself and then teaching other people it's what lights me up but I get that that's not for everyone and then on the same time or I should say like the same breath I love my fitness I love health I love wellness I love learning about nutrition and what you're putting in your body I wouldn't say it's like an obsessive way where I'm almost like you can't eat this you can't eat that you can't have that because there's all these chemicals in it I think you can go down that rabbit hole but I'm not no it's not the place that I'm at I just want to be able to feel in a place of I'm going to speak my truth and I'm going to share what's on my mind and I have to accept that not everyone's going to agree with me and that is okay because I can't please everybody and the more that the podcast grows and reaches new audiences which is what I want and of course I want my current audience to stay with me too that requires me to be the real the real version of who I am and not wear a mask or not feel that I always have to have guest episodes on in order for the podcast to grow and instead start to use my own intuition when it comes to creating content and being the embodiment of that work so that's why I've taken this opportunity and I am taking this opportunity to really be able to do that work because this is another thing as well it's so easy for us to feel we haven't got the time like we're limited on time in order to reach our goals or for things to happen and this is when we can step into this like forceful energy of things need to things need to be here right now and if it's not happening now then something must be wrong and it must be wrong with us or it must be that it's not meant for us and that isn't always the case at all in fact it's all it's very much about understanding the more that you grow as a person you are going to attract what it is that you want and it's going to happen in its own divine timing we can't force everything we have to accept that nature has its timing for things to bloom when it is meant to bloom all that we can do is prepare ourselves is show up is learn is take the risks get out your comfort zone expand your comfort zone and get around people who are supporting you as part of that journey because that's going to help you get there a lot faster as well But sometimes we can be in this mentality of I need to do all of these things and then it feels like I'm not doing enough and because I'm not doing enough I'm not seeing the results that I want to see and this must mean there's something wrong and we start to pick out all of these holes that leak our energy. 
So the big thing for me that I want to share with you is reminding yourself that what you are doing is enough. That you are enough as a person. And it's not about being perfect. It's just simply about choosing yourself and showing up in whatever way that looks like. And showing up can be taking a rest, by the way, and trusting the path that you're on. Because if we don't have that sense of deep knowing and trust, then we're going to be in doubt, fear and scarcity, which isn't going to help us in the long run. And the other thing as well is... If there's certain parts of your behaviour or beliefs or habits that you feel could be better or aren't in alignment with your future, then it's taking that level of accountability to think, right, well, what can I change? What can shift? What can move from my life? How can I switch it up so I'm not staying in this place and then I'm not looking at the things that I'm quote unquote not doing and I'm focusing more on how I'm taking that level of responsibility over my life and making the required changes which will in turn start to see things grow on a bigger scale so in order for me to be able to grow and get to that next level version I made the decision to invest in a four-month business mastermind and the business mastermind is more around coaches that are in the early stages of building a business similar to me to learn about the strategy side of growing a business but also using the spiritual tools and practices which is completely up my street and I was so nervous to make the decision but I just knew in my heart and in my intuition that this was the next right step and every time that I have invested to work with a coach even if you know looking back certain decisions might not have been the most aligned for me I have leveled up and learned and grown and become a better stronger person in myself as a result of making those decisions and I've trusted myself more to be able to follow through on the actions that I take so this is where I'm at and there is a lot going on in my life I can't dress it up any other way. I actually said that on the first call that we had for the business mastermind. I said, I'm working a full-time job. I have a podcast. I interview guests. I have clients. I create content for Instagram. And I go to the gym. And I also post on YouTube. I do a lot and it feels like I'm doing a lot. And they were like, yeah, that's because you are. You are doing enough. You are doing a lot. But it's it's so easy to feel like what we're given isn't enough and I think it's very much the condition beliefs that we have as part of you know society and being women and it's even linked to childhood wounds and childhood beliefs that we have to give more in order to receive more which isn't always the case. I just know I am truly meant to be a coach and in fact as part of the mastermind one of the things that we were asked to do is complete uh it was like a survey or a quiz on which archetype you step into as a entrepreneur and whilst I'm not officially an entrepreneur because I currently do have a job that's part of my future vision and I did the quiz and I was a hundred percent coach 
and then I think it was like 94% teacher and I was like wow that is so true like I naturally love being a coach and holding space for my clients and seeing my clients grow but then also embodying that myself instead of putting these expectations on other people like coming at it from a stance of I'm in the real world (laughs) I know what it is like to feel as though you are juggling all of the things and recognizing or having this fear that time seems to be moving on and having all of this doubt that comes up that starts to make you question am I on the right path am I stepping into my potential I totally get it through my own journey so when I hold the space as a coach I just feel so much more connected to my clients to be able to assist them through it and then the teacher aspect comes from naturally wanting to share the wisdom that I've learned and what I am learning and how I am growing and how I'm implementing it I'm a hundred percent not a know-it-all in fact I am the opposite to the point where I can feel like I don't know enough and that can actually be a form of self-sabotage by the way if you feel like you don't know enough you need to learn more and more and more before you take a step before you put yourself out there which is not a problem or a it isn't an aspect that I've had but it's something that I've noticed where it's like I don't feel like I know enough so I'm going to keep learning and I guess it's just more about how you don't allow that to consume you and paralyze you and go into this analysis I can't even say the word analysis polarisis (laughs) polarisis I don't even know if I've said it right it's so funny because by the way if you don't know I have dyslexia and sometimes when I talk I can muddle my words up it's not it's obviously not intentional and I always try to be as articulate as I can with my words but there's this the odd phrase I don't know what it is with my brain it's like my brain forgets how to pronounce the words so it's just I don't want to allow that to stop me from creating content or using my voice because why should I there's so many people that it happens to but yeah it it, that was that was something that was really good for me to see because it's enabling me to realize like yes this is part of the work that I'm meant to be doing I'm on the right path and teaching all things mindset inner work self-love self-belief embodying your divine feminine energy healing the divine masculine awakening the divine masculine divine feminine and then bringing union to the energies and then prioritizing yourself filling up your own cup the natural progression of the things that I have learned over my journey and how it's changed things for my life is not random it's happened because I am meant to be doing it and that's why when I make a decision to get in rooms with other women who are going to support me or hold the space or guide me that I'm going to go on that up level but I have to take that opportunity to check in with myself to obviously show up and do the work 
but then also lean into the fear of the unknown that this is expansive and the reason that it's expansive is because it feels uncomfortable when I'm making an exchange of money for a service without a tangible guaranteed result at the end because that's what happens with coaching nobody can guarantee you a result because the results come down to us taking that action and then also understand that everyone's journey is unique and different so it's linked to this is what I want to do and I'm going to make it happen and nobody is going to stop me because I trust myself to show up and learn and integrate and implement and move and I will move even if it feels scary to move because I know that everybody feels these feelings and fears and it is the ones who don't stop who are successful in creating their vision. So let's move on and talk about the three signs that you are not embodied in your divine feminine energy. Now the first point that I wrote down which comes to me straight away is not listening to your intuition and feeling that everything has to make logical sense. So I'm going to use the decision I made to invest in the business mastermind as an example here. So this was a decision I made from my intuition and I knew that it was the right decision to make for lots of different reasons because of where I felt the decision where I felt the energy if we aren't listening to our intuition it's so easy for us to talk ourselves out of making the moves that are going to help us expand and grow because we think too much with the logical mind and while the logical mind is necessary and it's important it's it's easy for it to override the intuition and for us to then cause doubt in our intuitive guidance and intuitive knowing and we begin to question whether it is our intuition or whether it's our ego and then we start to worry what step to take and what is the right step for us. If we are too much in our hyper-masculine energy of always doing, never giving ourselves the opportunity to pause and reflect, we will struggle with listening to the intuition because we aren't practicing how our body feels the messages that our body is sending us and then actually following through on that and then we often turn to other people to get their opinion we like poll other people well what do you think I should do what's your thoughts on this and whilst that can be a very natural thing it's also about remembering that no one can tell you what's the right step for you it has to come from your own inner knowing and your intuition is I've said this so many times before but I'm going to say it again just in case you've never heard it it's your inner tuition it's like the inner knowing it's the inner teaching the inner wisdom so if you believe in past lives which I do your soul has come through an evolution of a number of different lives whether you're an old soul or a new soul but all of that wisdom from your past lives is still within your soul and that's why we have these immediate feelings of knowing 
I really connect with this person or I feel like safe in this person's energy or I'm trusting of this situation I'm trusting of this person and on the, then on the flip side if there's a red flag in a person and we're like mm, there's something about this person I don't like but I can't put my finger on it and then usually there's evidence or something comes about to make us see uh yeah well I should have listened to my intuition all along because I knew so if we are too much in the doing of life and not the being and connecting with the intuition we will find it difficult to think about our intuition and this is simply like a muscle the more that we practice the stronger that it gets the more that we listen to the intuition the the better that we trust in ourselves and the divine feminine is very intuitive she has an inner knowing of what is right for her what is good for her it doesn't mean to say that she's closed off to guidance and advice of course not because that is important for growth but she trusts herself as to who she lets into her energy and then the next point that I have put is feeling afraid and unable to receive so a big sign that you are not embodying your divine feminine energy is if you struggle to receive so whether that is compliments whether that's through opportunities or maybe it's through money or people buying you things buying you a coffee or buying you dinner if you find it very uncomfortable to receive gracefully it's probably because there's a certain part of you that isn't connected to that feminine essence within which is around receiving because when the feminine receives she's able to multiply as part of her energy and the masculine energy is about going out there and getting and the feminine is more about the nurturing and the creating so if you find it difficult to receive begin to think about how you can lean into that feeling more because this is the way that we're going to be able to move through it like I said before instead of running away from the emotions or the thoughts move into it how can you start to practice receiving more receiving from the universe receiving signs receiving compliments if you go through your daily life where someone compliments you and tells you you look nice today or your outfit's nice or you smell nice starting to say thank you and that's it it's so hard for us to do because even now even right to this day I can subconsciously find myself going to say something to like push the compliment away or push the energy away because it's such a habitual behavior a pattern for me to be like I have to justify this so I, I feel uncomfortable receiving the compliment so I'm going to do something to kind of deflect to make it not mean such a big deal but the more that we do that we're then struggling to receive on a bigger scale and as part of our potential and stepping into versions of ourselves that are empowered and are speaking our truth it is about 
being able to receive openly. So begin to practice that. If there's anything from this episode that you take away, it's simply an actionable tool, right? Of practicing receiving. No matter how big, no matter how small, noticing if any feelings of being uncomfortable come up in the body and where that is. And that might be like blocked energy. So whether it is linked to your chakras, your energy spaces, or it could be more related to the chest, you know, if you've got tightness in the chest, could be like an anxiety feeling or in your gut. There's lots of different things there that could be sending you signs of not embodying the feminine. And the great news is, is that we have the ability to be able to change that. So whether that is the story right now, it doesn't need to be the reality forever. Now, the final point that I've wrote down is not trusting other women seeing other women as your competition and not supporting other women this is a big thing i just want us to all take a moment to just check in when we've done this because i bet you've done this because i've done this i found myself in this space before and this is linked to the wounded feminine energy the sisterhood wound, the witch wound, whether that's through past lives or mitochondrial DNA, which is passed down from womb to womb, where we then hold trauma within the body. And it can be beliefs and experiences that other women aren't trustworthy, other women are out to get us. It could even be from experiences in this lifetime from childhood or as a teenager or even in adulthood where women might have stabbed you in the back, might have had some negative experiences with some women, even the relationship that you have with your mum. These are all patterns that begin to reflect how you view the feminine, how the feminine shows up in your life, what your beliefs are around the feminine not just your conscious beliefs, your subconscious beliefs. And we all have it within us, I think, where there's a level of anticipation or we're weighing up whether we can trust a certain woman in our life. And that's going to look different for us all for different reasons. So this is why self-awareness is important because there'll be certain women, certain energy of the feminine that you won't you won't question it, you'll just feel like you can trust that person. But then there will be other occasions where that'll be tested a little bit more. And the big thing that I want to share here, and I don't want to not raise this because I think it is significant, you're not going to be able to trust every single person that you meet. And that's not that's not me being negative. You're not going to be able to trust every single man that you meet. There's the people in the world who we can't trust and we shouldn't trust because trust is something that is earned over time, right? It's not something that is just given freely because how sloppy is that when it comes to boundaries? So it's just more about thinking if you're seeing other women as competition, who is that affecting more so? Is that affecting you or is that affecting them? And if you think that by supporting other women, 
it's going to affect what you receive especially if these other women are interested in similar things or have a similar work line or business to what you have this is where this competition element can come into it now the competition is a lot more masculine energy whereas as women in the feminine we tend to compare ourselves so it can be comparing to think we're not good enough you know we don't have as many followers as this girl we aren't maybe we're not as slim as this girl or as strong as this girl maybe we don't have as much money as the scale we make all of these assumptions based on what we see on social media usually because people are only going to show us what they want us to know that's why it's so important to take things with a pinch of salt by the way because we're comparing a version a real version of us with a highlight reel of another person because not everybody's going to show their true authentic self on social media and even if you're friends with someone you you don't know what they're choosing to show you or tell you from life so this is why if we find ourselves in this competition or comparison mindset it's remembering that the universe is abundant there is enough to go around that we are all unique and different and the more that we lean into our own unique aspects and our own strengths and being comfortable with sharing who we are to the world and speaking our truth then we're not going to feel threatened by another person and then if somebody wants to come and intentionally try and take something that is ours that's their own karmic energy they have to deal with that from a soul perspective but no one can take anything away from you that's truly meant for you and if something leaves your life it's because it's not it's not meant for you anymore so that I get that that can be easier said than done but instead of being in this defensive mindset and thinking that the way that this person is or what they're creating is going to take away from mine or it's going to take away from my success so I'm going to now intentionally or subconsciously make this person look bad or sound bad to other people because then it, it like gives me an ego boost internally this is where this witch wound aspect takes place it's very like mean girl culture we're also seeing a lot of that online at the moment as well you know bitchiness and backhanded compliments throwing shades on other women it's huge and if you actually start to observe it you see it more than you realize but this is just all deep-rooted in insecurity and wounded feminine so if we linked it to being the embodiment of the divine feminine it's having that level of security and connection to the self so being grounded in who she is and knowing that her vulnerability and her uniqueness is actually her strength and that can't be copied because no one is you and that is your power so the more that you lean into who you are it doesn't matter whether someone's on a similar mission to you or has similar interests to you when you just shine your light and you are who you are nothing can stop that but we just have to build that self-trust and confidence that that is the case and remembering that nobody ever looks good trying to tear other people down I always think of the film Mean Girls now I don't know how old you are listening to this episode you probably have seen Mean Girls because it's a huge film 
but it's that concept of like calling someone else fat doesn't make you any skinnier like calling someone ugly doesn't make you any prettier and it's exactly the same thing when it comes to this concept so instead of feeling that we have to turn our back on other women we can use that as how we're able to grow and level up and evolve and let those parts of us be seen you know things that maybe we would suppress and put into the shadow self because we have some shame around feeling jealous or feeling triggered by another woman or feeling threatened instead of that we can then sit with it and we can use that as part of our own self-development and this is how we grow as people because we learn that the majority of people are just trying the best with what they've got and the more that we are vulnerable with ourselves and when I say vulnerable I don't mean sharing your whole life story and airing your dirty laundry out in public if you just sharing what feels comfortable for you to share what feels right for you to share and speaking your truth from a place of authenticity and you'll know that when you do that more women will mirror that energy back to you so they'll feel less threatened because of how you show up but it is a practice and I don't think there's anyone who has it all figured out and there are people who are going to trigger you whether they're male or female the feminine energy it can be just certain reminders that we see in other people that link back to other people for example it could be a certain person's mannerisms remind you of someone who you didn't like or who did something to trigger you or upset you or hurt you so then you bring back all these emotions and feelings from then to the present moment and associate it with this person and this is all linked within the subconscious mind and what is stored within the body and the emotions but when we take that level of accountability to look at our emotions and how we're feeling and our, our own healing, we're able to not allow that to affect us, to hold us back or to prevent us from beginning to embody the Divine Feminine. Now, what I wanted to do is share some tools and journal prompts for areas of reflection if you feel called to go a little bit deeper on this work especially when it comes to divine feminine embodiment thinking of the three points that I've made the three different signs do you feel that you can resonate with those points maybe it is currently you do or you once did however you've moved past it since and that could be an indication of growth and healing and how you've been able to progress do any of those points cause you triggers now in your life so whether that is the element of seeing other women as competition or seeing other women as a threat or comparing yourself to other women and finding it difficult to form relationships with the feminine or whether it's more on the basis of really struggling to ask for help or to receive help gracefully without any shame or embarrassment 
or whether it's more about thinking you aren't in tune with your intuition and you want to build that connection stronger and you would like to begin to improve that more so whichever point is coming up maybe it's all three it does not matter this work is simply about getting curious instead of being judgmental of yourself but remembering that the more transparent you are when doing this work and clear and honest you are with yourself you're going to get the best results there's no point in attempting to fool ourselves we just have to be assured that we can work through anything that is coming up so the journal prompts that I wanted to give you are where do I feel like I am not embodying the feminine and why is this so when I say where do you feel like you're not embodying the feminine where in your life what area in your life is it present right now that you're not embodying the feminine or do you feel like you've never embodied the feminine and why do you think that is allowing yourself to expand as much as possible on this so I'm going to repeat that one again where do I feel like I am not embodying the feminine and why is this the next prompt is where do I often make decisions from my head my heart or my gut so if you listen to the beginning of the episode where I was telling you about the investment I made in the business mastermind there is no question that I'm an an emotional buyer so I buy with emotion And making decisions isn't just about how we buy things, although that is obviously one aspect, but it's a lot to do with the decisions that we make in our life. And usually there is a pattern in that. So for you, is it head, heart or gut? There's no right or wrong answer with this. This is just to help you expand a little bit more around connecting with the body, listening to the intuition, understanding what your gut your intuition is telling you then the next prompt is what have I been taught about the feminine so what have you been taught that it means to be in your feminine when you were younger what did you observe what did you see what was you witness to what was the feminine role in your life and what were some of the relationships that you had with the feminine a lot of this work is what I go deep in with my clients especially in free the feminine which is my group program specifically on divine feminine healing and awakening and we also cover the divine masculine within that however I just wanted to share some of those suggestions because I felt really called to give you something tangible to go away and unpick a little bit more this work is something that is a devotion towards your practice and uncovering more of yourself and understanding yourself I would also be curious to know from your point of view what makes you feel like you aren't embodying the feminine is there anything in your own patterning that has come up in the past 
that has made you think, oh, I am not in my feminine here and I recognise it because I fall into this behaviour or this pattern comes up. You can either let me know over on Instagram or I'll see if I can put a question box in the description below. So I'm going to leave the episode at there today. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy the episode, I'd be grateful if you would give the podcast a review either on Spotify with the stars or over on Apple because it helps boost the algorithm of the podcast and that means it gets seen by more people just like you who enjoy this type of content to assist them on their journey. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day wherever you are in the world and if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me over on Instagram or you can apply for one-on-one coaching with me by finding the application form in the show notes of this podcast. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Lift Yourself Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to see more content from me, follow me on Instagram at underscore lauralifts underscore. If you're feeling generous, give this podcast a review on the Apple Podcast app as it will help this podcast get in front of more people who need to hear this content. Thank you so much for listening. I am so, so grateful to have you with me. And I'm really looking forward to speaking to you next time.